Well, this one here is kind of an odd coupling, I think, coming up. It was? Well, that's true. We are an odd coupling, but I'm talking about your upcoming interview is an, uh, odd, is an odd coupling. One of your dogs is barking. I can edit that you, out. One of your dogs is barking. Yes, yeah, so you're talking about um, Jim Morrison and Frank Sinatra? Well, that's what's on tap. That's, well, okay. <clears throat> I thought it was pale ale, but okay. Hi, this is Brian White. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 34 of Celebrity Souls Speak with Brian and Renee. Interviews from the other side. Frank Sinatra with special guest Jim Morrison. My wife, Renee, is a spirit communicator. She speaks to those on the other side, and I've been a radio personality for over 50 years. The other side established communication with us because they wish to stay in touch with this dimension. They are our teachers, the invisible knowledge that helps us on our way. They have much to share and hope that those who listen will reflect on their messages. Greetings. This podcast is constantly morphing, looking for the best way to pass along the messages I receive. The process I use to speak with the other side is through automatic writing. I sit down at the computer and type, then I record the conversation. We decided to give our listeners the full experience, so I'm now recording my interviews as they occur. You may notice a difference, for example, more pauses. As I communicate with them, sometimes it takes them a moment for them to answer. They seem like strange bedfellows, the chairman and Mr. Mojo Risen. Frank Sinatra and Jim Morrison were definitely colorful characters in their time. My original intent for this interview was to speak with Frank. Then I came across a quote from Morrison in referring to Sinatra, no one can touch him, which refers to Frank's mad skills. Why not? Let's talk to both of them. So here it is, always unedited and unfiltered. Hey, Jimbo. Morrison says, yes. You always hovering around? Morrison says, yep. So I'm hoping to interview Frank Sinatra. Uh, Morrison says, no kidding, I can hear. Okay, you offer to help me. Well, help me now. I would like for you to say a few things. I have you quoted somewhere as saying, no one can touch him. Morrison says, yep. So come on, if he comes, help me out and join me in this interview, please. Morrison says, all right. Well, is, is he around? Morrison says, do you think we're all in one room? I have no idea. You guys don't tell me shit. Morrison says, you can call him in faster than if I try to find him. All right. Morrison says, he's probably already there just waiting for you, like I do. Hmm. Mr. Sinatra, are you available? Frank Sinatra says, yes, I am. And I would love Mr. Morrison to join in. Mr. Morrison, are you here still? Morrison says, yep. So let's start with Mr. Morrison in case he gets bored. Let's do him first. Sinatra says, ah, so you know Jim. Yes, sir, I do. All kidding aside, he's been wonderful to me, and I don't know if I would have continued doing this without his support. Mr. Sinatra says, well, that's quite a statement. Jim, how are you? Morrison says, 
Hi, Frank. I'm very well, thank you. Have you guys ever played together? Morrison answered. No, we haven't. Why is that? Morrison said. I never see you around when we're jamming. Mr. Sinatra says, I spend a lot of my time alone. I enjoy having creative time. Morrison says, I understand, but how about we do something together? Mr. Sinatra says, great, I'm up for it. So, Jim, what is it about Frank that you admire? Morrison says, he's a style... He's Frank Sinatra, and everybody knows it. That voice is unmistakable, and he's also a great actor, something I never tried. Mr. Sinatra says, you were such an amazing poet and singer, Jim. I don't know if you would have enjoyed acting. The music industry is hard enough. Morrison says, I know that. I really didn't have an interest in acting. I just wanted to be a poet. Mr. Sinatra says, well, your poetry songs were great, but your voice was so beautiful and so untouched. Back in my day, they made you go to coaches and try to change your voice when it was already perfect. I said, bullshit on that. Morrison said, I tried to make my voice more like yours. I loved the way you crooned. Mr. Sinatra. Ah, the croon. You both had such amazing talent here. It's only a shame that I can't bring your music to earth. I hope someday that someone will find a way to make this happen. Maybe I need to speak to Mr. Tesla. Morrison said, That would be amazing, but you know we do not sound the way we did there. That's okay. Music is music, no matter how it sounds. I'll work on that. So, Frank, Jim and many others have expressed their displeasure with the record companies you were signed to. I know you were with RCA Victor, Columbia, Capital, and in 1960, you started Reprise Records. You told me in a previous conversation, it doesn't matter if it's singing, playing music, or acting, it's all the same. Get as much as they can from us, then dump us and find some new blood. It's really bad thinking that you are being taken care of when in reality, you are being robbed. It seems like everyone in your life wants something from you. People don't really care about you. Just what you can give them. Mr. Sinatra said, yes, that's how it is there. So what do you do? How can performers stop this? Mr. Sinatra said, been trying to figure that out for a very long time. As long as people will agree to their terms, things will not change. You don't want to do it. Fine. 
I get it. It seems like you pay a price for getting what you want. You want to be famous? Well, then do this. Mr. Sinatra said, pretty much so. It's a shame. I don't know how it could change, though, anytime soon. Mr. Sinatra said, not while mankind is led by money. That's right, but the conversation can get started. Mr. Sinatra said, yes, it can. And we can start it. We have started it. We just need to convince those coming up that it isn't worth their soul to sign with those who don't have their best interest at heart. Well, at least we're trying to create awareness. Jim left. Thank you, Jim. Mr. Sinatra said, that's one talented man. Yes, he is. So a few things. You were 13 and a half pounds and your mother was five feet tall. They pulled you out with forceps and damaged your face. You were left for dead and your grandmother picked you up and resuscitated you. You and your mother survived, but what a horrible way to come into this world. The scars were evident. What impact did they have on you, especially growing up? Mr. Sinatra said, oh, it was horrible. I was teased as a child and never really got over it. I was very self-conscious and would only allow cameras to photograph my right side. Now I realize I should have focused on the fact that I was alive. That is what was important, not some stupid scar. Tell me about the Rat Pack. Joey Bishop was your best friend? Mr. Sinatra said, Me, Joey Bishop, Sammy Davis Jr., Peter Lawford, Dean Martin. We were just a group of goof-offs that hit it off. There were so many rumors, all stupid. So none of it was true? Mr. Sinatra said, depends on what you're asking about. Oh, okay. Let's move on. Mr. Sinatra said, smart girl. Tell me about your death and transition to there. What did you mean when you said, I lost to your wife when you passed? Mr. Sinatra said, well, I had a bet that I would live to 100. With the Rat Pack? Mr. Sinatra said, mostly them, but there were others. It was a joke, but it seems to be a big topic of discussion. So can you describe your transition? Mr. Sinatra said, you mean when I died? I had a pain in my chest, and next thing I know, I'm in a place that I'm not familiar with. My parents and other friends and relatives were there. I didn't have the tunnel or any of the other things people report. I was alive, then I wasn't. Describe the place if you remember. I know it's been a while. Mr. Sinatra said, that's really it. Just the pain. And then I was here. The place itself was confusing. I didn't understand 
what was happening at first. Then my family explained it to me and I realized that I didn't have that body anymore. I was taken to a place where I got to choose my look, clothes, etc. I chose to be young Frank. That's how I appear to those there who can see me. I understand there are classes and education available. Do you participate? Mr. Sinatra says, yes, I do enjoy the education. I've learned a lot about who I really am and how things really work. Humans have no clue how wrong they are to deny the afterlife and life on other planets and galaxies. What were some of your other lives? Mr. Sinatra said, I have had many. I was a laborer, a carpenter, a midwife, a preacher, a housewife. So many different lifetimes. My last lifetime was by far the most satisfying yet. I loved singing and acting, but there was so much conflict in that life. Are you returning to earth for another life? Mr. Sinatra said, I have things to clear up and will decide how I want to do it. I'm not sure yet. Do you mentor those here? Mr. Sinatra said, there and other galaxies, there are other civilizations that we are able to assist. Do you visit here? Occasionally, but I don't spend much time there. What advice do you have for humanity? Just stop. All the silliness, the quest for power and money and sex, it means nothing in the big picture. Humans don't realize this isn't a free ride. You pay for things that you do that are not part of the experience you are supposed to have. I know there isn't a guidebook or directions, but you know right from wrong. And you must live on the right side or you will either repeat your experience on earth or make it up somewhere else. Just do the right things. It's not that hard when you realize you are just a small portion of the bigger picture. You've given us a lot to think about, and I thank you for your contribution to mankind through your entertainment while you were here and your advice from there. Mr. Sinatra said, you're very welcome. 
We appreciate what you were trying to accomplish and are behind you. Talk again soon. There is much more to discuss. Mr. Sinatra said, as long as we'll do it my way. This is the end of the interview. There is a PS to this little story. So this isn't the end. I did this interview on May 2nd. On May 18th, I received the following communication. Hi, Mr. Sinatra. Are you looking for me? How did you guess? The Sinatra concert I've been listening to this afternoon I had. Yes, it was me. How can I help you, sir? What's going on? I was just wondering when you were going to put on our interview. Uh, yeah, it's in line. It's in line. Yes, sir, it's in line. I've got two interviews ahead that are ready to run. Okay, I was just checking on it. Okay, it'll be... Today's Tuesday the 18th. I'll probably have it up and running by the end of the week. Is that okay? Yeah, I guess it's going to have to be. I'm sorry. I didn't know you were in a hurry. I'm not. But when somebody interviews me, then I expect to see or hear soon. Okay. That's not quite how I work. I've not forgotten about you. Your interview with Jim was very important to me, and I try not to play favorites with anybody. I do them in order of how they appear. I didn't mean to get on the wrong side of the chairman, as my husband warned me. Oh, your husband knows who I am? Uh, Mr. Sinatra, everybody knows who you are, sir. All right, then. We'll get back to work. I'll be looking for it. Okay, sir. Thank you, and I'll be talking to you soon. Okay. And I thought that was the end of it. Two days later, I picked up my AirPods to listen to a webinar, put them in, and guess what was on? Yep. Frank Sinatra singing. Now, I haven't listened to Sinatra music lately, and I went through all the programs on my phone that were open. No music programs open. Coincidence? No. I contacted Frank, and he said he was just checking on my progress. Okay. I give up. I move this interview to the front of the line. Don't mess with the chairman. Living or dead. The end. Reprise. Thanks for joining us. Join Celebrity Souls Speak on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Celebrity Souls Speak. And check out Renee's blog at commonsenseinwilmingtonnc.blogspot.com. Sense spelled C-E-N-T-S.